it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. By the way, if I say anything today that you think sounds weird or just inappropriate or that you just totally disagree with, it was the ambient. That's, that's what I'm going That's like the That's like the thing. It's the, it was the ambient. That's what happened. Uh, that's what happened to Roseanne, apparently. All her tweets about about uh, Valerie Jarrett and George Soros and Chelsea Clinton and everybody else, she's blaming it on the Ambien, which, uh, you know, makes me want some. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Makes me never want to take Ambien at all. I can tell you that I've used Ambien in the past and can attest to the fact that it can cause you to get up in the middle of your sleep pattern and do things that you don't remember the next day. I'm not sure it would cause you to say things that you didn't believe. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Jägermeister does the same exact thing. If you want to get down to brass tacks. What's up, everybody? This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. And Hey, so what's going on today? <laughs> we got we got someone. I'll you know. I want to let, let's start with the big picture and then get into the specific. Let's start with the big picture. About three years ago, three years ago, I remember reading a story about how Twitter was about to die. Twitter had no money. Twitter had no investors. Twitter had no future. People were abandoning Twitter for Snapchat at the time and Instagram and even Facebook. Twitter was done. Nobody wanted anything to do with Twitter. And fast forward three years, and Twitter is all that and a bag of chips. Twitter runs the world. Between Twitter and Netflix, that's I mean, and Amazon, I guess, those are the three companies that I mean have really shaped the last two years of public opinion. Everything bad that happens happens on Twitter. Every time the president what speaks gives a press conference no tweets the entire eyes of the world are on twitter and yesterday yesterday an off-color uh racist remark by roseanne barr on her twitter upended her entire revamped show her reboot the most successful show on the network canceled all those people who hadn't worked in 20 years out of a job again and probably won't get another one for at least another 20 years all this from Twitter, which, again, just three years ago was was, you know, there was they were playing the death music for it. You know, it was on its dead. They were digging a grave and they were chipping out a tombstone. And it said and on the tombstone, it read, it read here lies Twitter. Uh, you know, may you rest in peace. Yeah. There, now, all of a sudden, Twitter is the go to news source. And it's also where people go to critique attack bring down demonize uh antagonize but you know any all these eyes they're all happening live on twitter for us to watch and every single day when i walk in here i start going all right what are we gonna talk about today who's tweeting what it's i mean it's really insane roseanne bar the way by the way she hasn't stopped what she did after she tweeted her comments about valerie jarrett uh that got retweeted and got her fired which by the way that was the shortest press release about the canceling of a TV show I've ever seen in my entire life. It was literally like the press release was three sentences. It was almost as long as Roseanne's tweet. 
maybe a little longer. But it basically said this is abhorrent. This is horrible. We, you know, it's not our, in our, it's not an ABC's value system. We've decided to cancel her show. And then, of course, you had all of her coworkers come out and say, we hate her, too, and we're disgusted. And uh, there were photos of John Goodman and and um, and the girl who plays Dar- uh, Darlene. What's her name? I forget. Sarah Gilbert. They were all wandering around the streets of L.A. looking totally, just totally, just hating life. Like, they needed some Ambien, too, uh, because they, they were on the – I mean, you're riding high. And this is one of the biggest debates that's come out of this thing. Did Roseanne tweet something horrible about Valerie Jarrett? Yeah, she did. You know, was it, does she claim now that she didn't know? She's claiming now she didn't know Valerie Jarrett was black. She's claiming it was the ambient. She's claiming this, this, and that, whatever. But ABC cancels the show and puts hundreds of people out of work. Not one. Like, let's face it, Roseanne, she's rich. She's not going to have a problem. She's gonna, she was rich yesterday before this happened. She's rich today and she's gonna stay rich. Nothing bad will happen to Roseanne. But Darlene and Becky and DJ and even to some extent Dan and everybody else on that show and all the cameramen and all the sound people and all the marketing directors and everyone else, you know, are, are you not, are you not jumping the gun by pulling the plug on the show and putting all those people out of work? I, that's the, that's one of the questions I saw on uh, the internet yesterday, and I sat and I thought about it. You know what what are they what you know what is ABC saying here? Yeah, you're punishing Roseanne, but look at all these other innocent people that you're punishing too. Is it the smartest move? And what happens to the network going forward? You take the number one show off the air, and of course we got a ton of open mics about it, most of which we can't air. Because they're just about as offensive as uh, Roseanne's original tweet. So we're going to put those ones. We'll play those ones off the air, like at the holiday party or something. That will be like the holiday party. OMG uh, open mics that you can't believe. <laughs> you can't believe that. Uh, they came. But, you know, there's some that we got uh, from people that are that are very, you know, concerned about the cancellation of Roseanne. I'm not a Roseanne Barr fan, but they shouldn't have canceled her show. The show they should cancel is The View. How long have we been hearing that, by the way? The, the And that's what happens. As soon as you cancel one show, you got to look at all the other shows. All right, we canceled Roseanne because Roseanne is offensive. Roseanne tweeted something racist. Roseanne was irresponsible. Roseanne was a drug addict. All right, how many other shows are on television, ABC and other networks, that have irresponsible people, obnoxious people, drug addicts, people who say racist, dumb things? And are they still on the air? What about Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel's downright mean. He's on ABC. Joy Behar tweeted after the uh, after the president's uh, Trump Tower caught on fire that she was hoping he was burned up in the thing. And all she had to do was apologize. Oh, my God. Joy Behar has had to apologize live on television. I mean, I'm running, I, like nine times. How many times do we see Joy Behar apologizes for this horrible remark? Yet the view continues on. And I guarantee the view had nowhere near as many viewers as Roseanne did, which is maybe, maybe that's the whole point. Maybe the reason they don't cancel the view is because nobody's watching it anyway. <laughs> They're like, it's just, you know, it's just easier to leave these women uh, cackling on TV every single day. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. So, uh, this, I mean, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people that enjoyed the Roseanne show that, that disagree with what she said. There's a lot of people that enjoy the Roseanne show that are upset to see it gone. And, of course, there's all those people that were just excited to be working again on the Roseanne show who are now um, out of a job. You know, and, and uh, you know, it, it, as we move forward, this is now going to be a new barometer for how to act in Hollywood. And look, it happened with me too. 
You know, that's the thing. They started weeding out Matt Lauer for his behavior. They started weeding out Charlie Rose. They started weeding out Mario Batali. And the list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. So when you're thinking, I mean, if you think about the 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 implication of firing Roseanne and canceling her show, think about this. What if you're bought, whatever company you work for, you know, if you're like a truck driver or if you work at a factory or you work at a dentist's office, right? Let's say let's say you work at a dentist's office. You're a hygienist or something, or maybe you, you stack stock the, you know, whitening strips in the back, whatever you do. Let's say the dentist who runs that dentist office. What if he goes out, gets drunk, makes some kind of horrible remark to a cop or tweets something stupid, and then all of a sudden the dental office is shut down and you're out of a job? That's basically what happened. It would be the equivalent of your boss saying or doing something stupid and the entire company getting you show up for work and the door is locked and the paycheck stops coming. That's what happened. Three, is that the right move? 340-1045. You can also leave us an open mic. Uh, we've got that to talk about. Uh, we've also got, speaking of drugs, not just Ambien, but marijuana, which is another huge topic on our open mics. We'll get into all that here in just a minute. Uh, plus, like I said before, Roseanne's not done tweeting. I'll read you some of the most recent tweets she's had since her show was canceled. That's all next on the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is, this is, God, I keep going through, I keep doing that. That's weird. I probably need some Ambien, like Roseanne. You know, she should come up with, here's what Roseanne should do. She should come up with a new drug and call it Rosambian. Well, that'd be a huge, that'd be a huge cross-promotional thing. What's up? This is Mark K, and uh, you're listening to the Mark K Show. Sorry about that. Uh, coming up, hey, if you're a pot uh, fan, fans of pot and marijuana, stay tuned, because we're going to talk about uh, John Morgan, Morgan Morgan, for the people, offices of Jacksonville, going head-to-head against Governor Rick Scott. That's on the way. But first, uh, let's get back to this whole Roseanne getting canceled and uh, some of your thoughts about it. 340-1045, or drop us an open mic message on our mobile app, Keith in Mandarin. What's up, dude? How's it going? Good, man. What do you want to say? As everybody's discussing the Roseanne situation, one aspect nobody seems to be discussing is Roseanne made these comments when she was not working, and then she got fired from her job. Now, a nice parallel with that is the NFL kneelers. They're not working, but they're not fired either. Uh, They're not working. I'm not sure I I understand what you're saying. well, they're not when when they're kneeling for the anthem, they're not working, right? No, yeah, they are at work. They're on they're on the job. They're on the clock. They're at work, but they're not working. And they're making a statement just like Roseanne made a statement when she was not working. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll tell you, the interesting thing about the NFL is that you have everybody saying, hey, Colin Kaepernick should play and these guys should be able to stay out of the locker room and kneel and protest if they want to, because why? Freedom of speech. That's the parallel. And everyone was mad at the uh, at the NFL for saying, well, you know what? We're going to quell that freedom of speech. We are going to uh, we are going to not make them kneel. And if they want to kneel, they have to stay in the locker room. And if they don't, they're fined. And everyone was up in arms. Every single reporter I saw was all like the NFL is stomping on the First Amendment. But when ABC says to Roseanne, we don't like what you said. It's offensive and it's disgusting and we're going to cancel your show. I mean, that's the parallel there. That's where the hypocrisy lies. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We uh, we really appreciate it. Um, so I guess, you know, if you're mad about Roseanne's show getting canceled, then you uh, you probably want, you know, you would then have to give Colin Kaepernick a job. And nobody wants that. Except maybe Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, you'd probably, he's the only one. Robert from the West Side, how are you? Oh, hold on, Robert, we're going to get to you in just a minute. Michael from Nassau County, how are you? Hey, Mark, how are you this morning? Good, Michael, what do you want to say? Well, 
my my angrier about this whole thing is is the double standard that yeah. networks networks are taking. You have a you have a comedian, a comedian who says something on Twitter and gets fired. You've got late night hosts like Stephen Colbert who goes on a ten minute rant about uh, uh, the president being homosexual with uh, the premier of Russia. Yeah, and he's still on the air, still ranting and still spewing hate. Yeah. I mean, look, you're, and you're, you got a, you got a great point there. And then there's, uh, the hosts on The View who say things off the air and on the air that a lot of people find offensive, but no action ever is ever taken against them. This opens it all up. You know, this opens it all up. Now, what's going to happen is your political viewpoints and the things that you say, racist, stupid, drug-induced, whatever, are going to have a direct effect, not just, and think about this, this is important, not just on your profession, but the profession of those around you. Because if you are a secondary cast member on a network show that stars somebody like Oh, I don't know. Gilbert Gottfried, for example. Or, you know, who's another person whose mouth has gotten them in a lot of trouble? Could be, I mean, could be really anybody. And there could be, and especially if they're conservative. I can't name a lot of conservatives in Hollywood, but maybe, hey, maybe you sign on for a James Woods project. I would definitely, you know, I wouldn't go spending that money before the checks are cashed, is all I'm saying. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. Uh, we got to take another quick break. When we get back, more of your phone calls, more of your open mics, and let's talk about pot. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, sorry, I just lost my phone. So if I'm distracted or I'm not answering my uh, Twitter, that's exactly why. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. This is Dana. Dana, thanks so much for holding. Uh, what do you want to say about Roseanne? Yeah, I think it's totally wrong for what they did to her. I watched the show The Blackish and a couple other. I find them really biased. Right, yeah. That is wrong. And this morning, just to let you know, on The View, Joy Behart said, I just... I just can't uh, defend Roseanne's comments. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this morning, she just said that. Yeah. Uh, well, so I, mean, I think she needs to go. They need to go after her. They need to go after Jimmy Kimmel. They have treated our first lady and our president terrible. They, and then they think what just what Roseanne said is, is a bad comment. Uh, that lady she made fun of, to me, she don't look black. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. I, I get all. Hey, thanks so much for the call, Dana. I appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, um, Roseanne said that today. She said, you know, in her defense, I didn't know that Valerie Jarrett was black. I didn't know. Uh, also, I was on Ambient. She had a lot of excuses as to why her. But she also tweeted, hey, don't come to my defense. You know, don't worry about my show. What's more upsetting to me is that everyone thinks I'm a racist. And was the tweet racist? Was it in poor taste? Was it uh, stupid? Was it, you know, inappropriate? Maybe. Yeah, a lot of people say. But does that make Roseanne a horrible person? Or does it just make her, you know, somebody who made a mistake? No, it doesn't matter. The show's canceled. That's, you know, that's the one thing. The, the other thing, I mean, Joy Behar, you may not remember this or you may not have heard about it, but she recently said that uh, Mike Pence suffered from a mental disorder, which was Christianity. And that caused a huge uproar. I mean, that was a that was a major incident to call Christianity and Mike Pence's belief in it. because He also happens to be second in line for the presidency uh, to call it a mental disorder was huge. And she came out and she apologized begrudgingly. But she did. And then she went back to work and no one got, you know, the show didn't get canceled. Nobody got fired. They didn't take the whole thing off the air. The view has been consistently a problem child for ABC. The issue is. I don't think people pay as much attention to Joy Behar as they do to Roseanne Barr. 
I just feel like, you know, if you showed people a picture of both of them, people would know Roseanne. Joy Behar might be a totally different, might be a totally different scenario. Chuck from the beaches, how are you? What do you want to say? Hello, I think you pretty well covered it, how they made a real big mistake in eliminating hundreds of jobs because of one person's uh, disappointing behavior. Yeah. And I think they also, I think they missed a great opportunity to take the program and do some plots and some character studies of this kind of issue and how you could learn from it and how you could be better, you know, better be a be-, be a better person. They could have even taken her off the show. She could have died. That's what someone else said. They said she was going under the knife anyway for a knee surgery. They should have just said, hey, uh, let's just kill her off in surgery. Look, the thing that people don't realize about Roseanne, and I think if they stopped and thought about it, I mean, what you bring up is a good point. Uh, When you look at social problems, when you look at social situations that are affecting this country, the Roseanne show in what, like how many episodes, seven episodes they had, maybe eight in those eight episodes, handled more social issues than any other show in the last two years and did it in a way that was bipartisan and not one-sided. For example, if you missed it, spoiler alert, I'm about to roll through it for you. In the very first episode, they had they confronted the number one issue in America, which is families divided over Donald Trump. And Roseanne Barr and her sister Jackie didn't talk to each other for God knows how many years because Roseanne voted for Trump. And how many people in this country can relate to that? How many people have lost a friend, have lost a relative, not like they're dead, but they're dead to you or you're dead to them because of how you voted in an election? How many of us have stopped talking to a family member or gone to a certain family member's house for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter or Arbor Day or whatever it is you're celebrating. How many of us have said, well, look, I don't agree with you politically. I can't believe you voted for him. I can't believe you voted for her. I still have relatives who voted for Bernie Sanders, and I just want to take them and shake them as hard as I, as I, as I can. But, you know, I mean, I, I just avoid them as a result. And that's an issue. The number one issue in America is what everyone's the divided country, the divided states of America. So they tackled it in their very first episode. After that, what did they do? They started talking about the son who uh, dressed like a girl. And that had a lot of, you know, underlying, uh, you know, what do you call it? Um, themes about transsexuality, which is another huge issue facing America today. Then you had another. There was one episode where Roseanne thought her Arab neighbors were terrorists because they had bags of fertilizer lined up along the side of the house and they even confronted them and they talked about it and they you know they they basically blew up that whole i mean that's probably a poor choice of words they basically took the you know the whole scenario of not trusting your your arab neighbors for whatever reason put it on national television and in the end they confronted it head on and it was hilarious They did another thing about the opioid dependency crisis. They found out Roseanne was addicted to opioids. Dan was losing business to illegal immigrants because he couldn't get a drywalling job. Why? He was hiring American workers, not undocumented workers. And American workers need a certain amount of money. But all of his contracts were being denied. He was getting underbid, undercut. They had no money coming in. He couldn't pay for his wife's surgery because health care, that's another issue they they tried to tackle that on. And now there's an illegal immigration crisis which is stealing business from hard-working americans who just can't compete that's like five or six major issues in what eight episodes and none of them were one-sided 
Each and every single one of them showed both aspects of it. Each and every single one of them showed we can have a discussion and laugh about these things and realize that, hey, we're all different. But guess what? In the end, we're all the same. And now that show is gone. That show is gone because of one tweet. And where does ABC go now to have those social discussions? Where do they go now to talk about important issues that are very divisive, like Donald Trump, like immigration, like health care reform, like transsexuality, transsexuality, yeah, uh, like any of those things? Where do they go now to talk about to talk about, uh, you know, all of these these issues that are, we're all you know talking about? We talk about it here on this show, but there's no place in the world of sitcoms where it's handled or it was handled as well as it was on Roseanne. So now, guess where? Guess where you're going to see those issues handled? The View and Jimmy Kimmel. Because that's about all they got. Laven lost Shonda Rhimes. I don't even know this, but ABC, they lost. She's gone to Netflix with the Obamas. Everybody is going to Netflix. So ABC, I mean, they may have shot themselves in the foot. And if they didn't do that, they shot the careers, harpooned them at least, of 120 people that worked on the show. Hey, thanks so much for your call. 340-1045. This is Tisha from Mandarin. Tisha, thanks for calling the Marque Show. What do you want to say? I, I wanted to say I definitely don't agree with uh, what she said, but I don't think the show should have been canceled. Too many people lost their jobs behind this. Yeah. yeah, no, It's I, a place for us to talk about things, and, right. and I do think her show was addressing addressing that. You know what would have been great is if they had, if they started, because they were already filming the next season. Here's here's how I would have handled it. I would have said if I were Roseanne, hey, I was on Ambien, I was dumb, I was stupid. And then I would have had Valerie Jarrett come on the show as a special celebrity guest star in the first episode. And I'll tell you what, man, that would that's a missed opportunity for everybody. That's a miss. Anyway, I can't look. I can barely I can barely produce my own show, let alone take on an entire network and solve all their problems, too. So, uh, they, you know, they didn't ask. I'm not going to tell them. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. So... We didn't get to uh, we didn't get to talk about weed today, but that's okay. There's always tomorrow. There's never a bad time to talk about weed. Just ask John Morgan, a Morgan and Morgan, in offices of Jacksonville. Uh, Lizzie, here's the deal: we have we have late breaking tweets coming out about the Roseanne tweets. First of all, Santify US on Twitter. What is Santify? They are the makers of Ambien. They have taken umbrage with Roseanne's claim that uh, she was on Ambien when she made these tweets, and it's not her fault. And they have tweeted this morning, people of all races, religions, and nationalities work at Sanify every day to improve the lives of people all around the world. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is a not known side effect of any Sanify medication. So they're basically the whole company throwing shade on Roseanne. Which, by the way, wouldn't that be great to hear in one of those... Uh, like you're watching TV and you hear the commercials for like, you know, Ambien or whatever. And it says, you know, there's a disclaimer may cause drowsiness, headaches, bleeding, racism, cancellation of TV shows. <laughs> that would be one of those very honest ones. And then Donald Trump, of course, who loves Twitter, as we talked about just moments ago, Donald Trump moments ago came out not in not in defense of Roseanne, but more in offense of Bob Iger and ABC he tweeted, Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, 
And he actually wrote G-E-E, I'd like to point out. G, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. So if you thought this whole Roseanne thing was going to go away quietly, boy, (laughs) you must have been taking too many Ambien because it's not going away quietly at all. This is David and Mandarin. David, what do you want to say real quick? Hey, man, I, I think they were just trying to look for any excuse to fire Roseanne because they, you know they don't agree with their beliefs, with her, her show and what she likes to talk about. Also, uh, it's just like what they do with Tim Allen, Last Man Standing, because he was a Trump supporter, they, they canceled his show. Yeah, Tim Allen came back. the best shows on. Tim Allen came back, though. Uh, do you, and now, I mean, he didn't, he didn't go out and tweet anything racist about anybody in Obama's cabinet, but t- Tim Allen came back to TV. Do you think there's someone out there that would dare pick up the Roseanne show? TNT, TBS, FX. I mean, there's, there's like a bajillion networks that there's new ones every day. Okay, good. I'll take, I'll take my answer off the air. Hey, Bob, Bob from Arlington. How are you? Hey, Mark. Hey, Bob. Let me tell you something. I'm 75 years old. I, I don't miss you. I'm retired and I and sort of disabled, so I don't miss you. I listen to you every day. But Roseanne Barr, that show, when it came on, it was the first show that actually had me laughing because of, it, it was reality is what it was. And who is the most popular man, a president uh, right now? How popular is Donald Trump? He's pretty popular. Well, he so. is definitely the most popular president of the United States that we currently have. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling me. Appreciate it. And I appreciate you listening every time. At first, when you said, I don't miss you, I thought you meant like when I'm not on. You're like, I don't miss that guy. But now I understand. Now I understand what you meant. Uh, th- thanks so much for the call. This is Morgan uh, from Ponte Vedra. Hi, Morgan. How are you? Well, good, good. Hey, love your show, Mark. This is it's a lot of fun to listen to. You got a real smart crowd. Oh, thanks. Uh, Hey, listen, I'm a big uh, conservative libertarian, and I absolutely stand for the First and the Second Amendment, both in their entirety. But this isn't a First Amendment issue. It's kind of like what the Jaguars did, Mm. all right? If you harm the brand by being an absolute idiot in any way, you can get fired. You know, because you're considered to be working for them. Oh, I know. They remind me of that every single day before I walk in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. That's exactly the same reasons that they, they don't give me any WOKV T-shirts to wear. You know, everybody gets these. They get these fancy jackets and, and polo shirts. I'm like, hey, can I have one of those? And they're like, you know, no, thank you, though. But you're right. There's a there's a brand image and and the uh, you know, you can't damage the brand, even if it's the most popular brand you have. Hey, Ed, from the north side, real quick. Last thing. Uh, what do you want to say, Ed? Actually, I just wanted to let you know, with as far as the ambient goes, you know, you anything that alters, you know, anything with the brain or something like that. I'm telling you right now, you can I. I, I actually believe her. I actually believe Roseanne with the ambient thing. Uh, years have you, ago, I was on have you taken ambient? Really oh, screwed with me. So, oh yeah, Zoloft. Know. That's another one too. Look, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Drugs are always something that 
cause an uproar and that people react to in different ways. Hence the whole medical marijuana debate between Governor Rick Scott and John Morgan, Morgan and Morgan for the People Offices Jacksonville. And that's something, while we didn't have time to get into it today, we definitely can delve into tomorrow. Unless, of course, somebody else tweets something really stupid and we have to spend an hour talking about that. That's It's the news, folks. You know, it's live. It's happening constantly. And that's why we're here. Uh, well, I'm not here. I'm, I'm leaving. Now, I'll be back tomorrow, though. Hey, the news is next, followed by Rush Limbaugh. Thanks so much for joining me. If you have a, if you think of something or if you didn't get on the air for whatever reason or if you really want to comment, download the mobile app and leave us an open mic because, you know, even if we don't get to it on the air, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy it off the air in our cars on our way home. I'll see you tomorrow. Stay tuned. The news and Rush Limbaugh is next on News 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.